It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. What? We haven't drank on the podcast. Yeah, we're, no, we're, just gonna you the, we're just going to hand you the bottle and have you swig from it. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this will be a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> why not? I didn't tell this way not to. Right? No, no. We're going to come here to dance. <laughs> we're not going to dance? Right, just, we can. Tony will dance. Will you dance? I Are am, you a dancer? I, I have four left feet and no <laughs> sense of direction. That's all right. Sometimes those are the most fun dancers. <laughs> I always said I'm really good at weddings. Uh, I had to take lessons for my wedding. What did you dance to? Oh, it was uh, Nat King Cole. It was the shortest song in his repertoire, and I can't remember it. Not My wife one. forgets, so I'm, I'm okay. That's okay. But you um, that's smart, though. One, right? Yeah, it was the, the shortest song. one. It was like a minute and 80 <clears throat> that's seconds. That's perfect. Yeah. We picked a Joni Mitchell song, and it was like... We're oh, dancing like, God. oh my gosh, this is the longest To the song same ever. monotone yeah. note, too. <laughs> like we all know, yep, but let's, can we just cut the song? Yeah. What was your, what was your wedding uh, dance? It was Billy remember? Joel, Just oh. the Way You Are. I oh. like that song. Yeah. See, that's a great that's one. That's a good song. <laughs> it was a little a bit nice longer. Song. It was a little bit longer. We yeah. had a band, though, and so they played oh, that's it, cool. and it was, it was, yeah, it was a good one. Like yeah, I was, oh God, I can't think of it. <laughs> But then again, Alicia will never remember it either. So you had to learn to dance. Yeah. You took like ballroom. Well, I took cotillion in, in high school. Tell us about cotillion. I don't <laughs> know what cotillion is. It was. Is that like fancy dance thing? Yeah, it's like how to eat, <laughs> how to act. Fancy how dance. To, oh, oh, it's it like. It was like a country country club uh, etiquette, and then how to dance. So there was there was a lot involved with it. Did you have to balance the book on your head? No, no, no. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't have to do that. What? But it was, I, I want to say it was maybe eight weeks. Every Sunday night, we had Cotillion. Did you like it? Did you learn the placement of, like, your silverware? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. What was a thumbs length away from the, yeah. the table? Mom, yeah. Thumbs. Which, which fork to use? When yes, you, you work your way in. That's why yeah. I still remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then don't touch the uh, utensil up yeah. on top until that's yep. the very end. I didn't do cotillion, but I, yeah. I'm familiar with a lot of the... What's the fork at the top for? Dessert. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> We're not classy. <laughs> <laughs> not am I. That was sure? it. I'll use it. That yeah. was the attempt. Like, I mean, that was my parents' attempt they... to get me away from fishing and, and <laughs> going, <laughs> doing the rambunctious stuff. We gotta get off of fishing somehow or another. <laughs> so Just running not away sports, and camping but... on the weekend. Sports, that's all I did. Did you, oh, did you play sports? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you play sports? I did. Because yep. your daughter plays yeah, I mean, softball. I, yep. Yeah. I played football and basketball. Okay. My uh, last two years in high school, I threw discus. I threw on track. Fun. I threw discus in college. Too, okay. So. What did you yeah. What did you play? Sports ball. Football. My my best sport was baseball, but the one that was football and wrestling were what I was okay. known for. But I love baseball more than anything. I, just, I didn't play anything yeah. ever. No, there's not athleticism. <laughs> in here i don't know what happened but i think but, they tried my, but my parents tried so hard to break me from this so i was forced to do musicals as well <gasps> what did you so, do i'm so excited uh godspell i was thomas aquinas <laughs> okay and then jesus christ superstar all the catholic all the holy ones, ones yeah. all the catholic ones <laughs> jesus christ Who did i was you play king Herod. oh that's a good part yeah that was a fun part that was a fun part but it was also the shortest part <laughs> You're into short lengths of things. I'm deciding this. Like, 
I, I, I like to Keep have my commitments chosen okay. and not forced on me. If I'm forced, I choose the shortest yeah. commitment. Okay. But if I want to do it, then it's a long commitment. Yeah. There's certain uh, things that gotta stick with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like being married. <laughs> <laughs> there's that, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of want to work. Yeah, there's a lot of things yeah. you have to be more committed to. Right. I'm still on this cotillion idea. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I, cotillion was fun. I still did, remember it. Did you have to? I like, still remember wanting to dance with Jennifer Etling more than anybody. Jennifer, if you're watching. Yeah, Jennifer Etling. Oh, she's definitely watching. Yeah. She's totally watching. We, have, we, we get the whole Jennifer demographic. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Only Jennifer. The day that I knew I was going to dance with her, I made sure I wore the other. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the time, yeah, you know, planning ahead. I asked my mom to buy me deodorant. <laughs> so something good did come out of it. Then. Yeah, really. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, uh, uh, I wanted a cologne too for the day that I was supposed to dance with Jennifer. Adler. How did it go? Went wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was. She, where's she now? St. Louis. She's married. Okay. She. Yeah, she's she's still she's still she's kicking. still dancing. She's still yeah, and actually now her kids are all in theater too. So yeah, good. Yeah. So it worked out then. Yeah, it did. Oh, I love that. How was how was your childhood experience? <laughs> what do we need to unpack here? You know, I'm I don't have a lot to unpack. I don't know. Where good. are you from originally? Columbus. Okay. Yeah. One of eight. Yeah, one of five. One, one of five. Youngest Oof. of five kids. Yeah. So wow. Went to Waterson okay. for high school. Yeah. Went to John Carroll for college, and then moved back to Columbus after that. Nice. Settled down, got married, have two kids, and yeah. one daughter at IC who will be going to Waterson next year, and then have a senior next year. Very college, good. So. Senior. I don't know. It's so it's too old, too quick. It is. Yeah, it's way too quick. I have a freshman and a sixth grader, so <laughs> we're in the worst possible years of school, but <laughs> it's getting better. Yeah. Little by, we keep telling like it's going to get better. Find cotillion for him. I, um, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go at this point in life. But. See, so like my youngest though, like well, I actually and my oldest had this too. They have a they have a dance club. Mm -hmm. So like every, oh. I think it lasts like six weeks. Do they, they have go, to take it? Well, they don't have to. Okay, but like they all do, and it's yeah. fun. And they go and they learn all these dances hmm. and all these kind of these. I mean, like not like some fancy dances. Yeah, but not like it's like the you know the, you know, the chicken dance mm -hmm. and the sprinkler, and he teaches them all these moves. <laughs> oh, I like and, that. And, and they kind of, it's kind of fun. That they is all fun. kind of had fun, and last day, yeah. and you all, the parents, go with your kid, with okay. your daughter. So that sounds fun. That does sound fun. I would dance with them. It was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It was actually, it was really fun. I wish I was better at it. Yeah, I'm terrible. I, <laughs> I can't, once I've got it, I'm good. Yeah. But it takes me five times as long as everybody else. Yeah. We had, this is terrible. I hope Edward's not listening. But we did a show this summer. The, the choreography was so hard. I couldn't get it. And yeah. I kind of, this is such a great thing to say as a musical theater performer. Once I stopped singing, I could dance, yeah. Yeah. Um, which isn't good. <laughs> but I finally had, I was about this close and I got COVID and I was out of the show for oh, a weekend. No. And when I came back, nope, none of it retained. None of it. <laughs> Sorry, Edward. I tried. No. It didn't go well. No. No. So how did you guys meet? Oh, it was. I, it was serendipitous. It was. So, um, I mean, I started the distillery in 2015. Mm -hmm. well, technically, we started in 2014. Okay. Um, so, we had to get all of our paperwork uh, for the state and also for mm -hmm. the feds. So, I had uh, two other partners at that time. Okay. And then uh, 2015, that's when we really started getting everything going. And then it was 2017, we actually got our permits. Okay. 
So wow. it's a long time. That's like, a long process. For, for beer and wineries, it's a matter of months for distilleries. Why is that? Um, so I've heard reasons for it. So huh. it's always it's always surrounded by the um, by all of the legend the, the 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 political all the, uh, mm-hmm. the you know, stuff with the government. Yeah, they'd like to take their time. The bureaucratic movement goes at a snail's pace. So we finally got everything in 2017 to start the distillery, mm-hmm. and that's when we started production. Okay, and then 2018. We started selling in the state. It was February 28th, 2018. This was our first uh, event where we got our stuff into the state of Ohio. Um, So 2018, 2019, was just building the company. Mm -hmm. And then... And some 2020 hit. uh, Yes, March 15th, 2020. um, I was actually getting ready to sign on with a new new group of investors uh, to help grow the company. And all of a sudden... Mm it stopped yeah and uh that was that was so we we made the pivot where we just started making hand sanitizers okay so we made 3500 gallons of hand sanitizer oh my gosh we gave away right around 3000 gallons so Mm -hmm. uh, my wife is a professor at ohio state so she's very familiar with a lot of the nonprofits, Mm -hmm. all the uh, Mm -hmm. just in the area and there was some that were on the last list of people to get any type of ppe so uh, they were first on our list. That's cool. So I felt bad because there was hospitals and like police departments saying, can you give us some? And it's like, oh, you're going to get, get it. it. <laughs> um, right. Let's go to the places that everybody They're, forgets yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, but then we started selling it to the public and we were still very small at that mm-hmm. point. We were still very, very small. And then uh, people, would, we, we announced on Facebook that we were selling hand sanitizer and the line was, I want to say about two miles long. Oh my gosh. And so... People didn't even know that there was a distillery out in Kahana. Mm-hmm. So they would they said, let me get a hand sanitizer and let me try this, mm-hmm. you know, your limoncello. Mm-hmm. And then they would come by in that first day. <clears throat> we sold out of hand sanitizer, but then we also sold out of all the stock that we had of our oh products. Oh, my gosh. And then a couple of days later, more and more people would come in mm-hmm. and they, I'd say, you need more hand sanitizer. They go, no, I want to try <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> um, it's the gateway. <laughs> it, it was. It was. So we we actually got to, uh, we, we did really well, but the problem mm-hmm. was is we were making so much hand sanitizer and you'd have to sanitize all of your equipment wow. to switch back over mm-hmm. to consumable. Mm-hmm. So that was like a six week process to clean and sanitize everything out. Um, and then, and then uh, I really started to try, I was interviewing a lot of potential investment groups mm-hmm. to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the investment groups would come in and say, you know, you've got a great product, we like you but we want to do just bourbon. Mm. And it's like, you know, with our lineup that we have, we have the naturally flavored whiskeys, the limoncello. And it's like, that's, that's not what I want to do. Mm-mm. And then uh, I interviewed probably about a dozen uh, investment groups and had some good offers from them, Yeah, but they all wanted to change something. Yeah. So uh, it was March, 2021. This guy walks into the distillery <laughs> And I met with him and the other, this group of investors. And the best thing in the world is they said, don't change a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Perfect. okay, these are the guys. So that's when <laughs> I pick you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember going home to my wife and just, and I, I, I walked in the door and I was tearing up and she said, Aww. what happened? I said, I think I found the guys. Mm-hmm. And then she started tearing up <laughs> and then we, uh, we started working together and I mean, it was right off the bat. Yeah. 
we just started uh, going towards the goals that we set up when mm-hmm. uh, Sean and the other team came on. And yeah. I mean, I, I say it's serendipitous because it was, it was just, that was, it was kismet or whatever mm-hmm. everybody says. I just <laughs> loved it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we've, and then when Sean came in, we had a set of goals that we wanted to have and we achieved every every goal that we wanted cool. to hit in that first, I don't know, like six months. Yeah, six, wow. yeah, six months. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, you have a good thing when, it, yeah. when it's growing and moving like that. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. And I mean, I wasn't even supposed to be. I mean, I, so <laughs> I got involved with the investor group, like mm-hmm. a friend who knew one of the other guys who mm-hmm. was investing was, you know, was my friend Jay. And he's like, we well, should come look at this distillery because I had. You know, I've started a few companies. I had just sold my last company, um, sold it in May of 17, but mm-hmm. I kind of stuck around for a while, mm-hmm. um, stuck around a lot longer when COVID came along because I had to, had to kind of, I didn't want to leave the yeah. company in a bad place. Yeah. So I had just left in October of 2020 and mm-hmm. he's like, come, come look at this distillery. And, and I mean, I loved it. I was yeah. like, this is, this is a really, it's a cool business. Mm-hmm. I like the founder. I like Tony. I like what he's done. And, you know, it was just kind of a, it was it was very serendipitous mm-hmm. because I mean had Jay not told me about this or mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't have, yeah. yeah I wouldn't have been involved in it yeah. right it just it would have been that easy that I wouldn't have been involved and so yeah so I yeah. Well, for a while and, and, and you get along that helps <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he came in he's like do you mind if I come in a couple of days a week I go you can come in every day <laughs> and then he's like well you should just be the CEO you should just be the CEO okay. <laughs> like again it's it's recognizing who you are and what your right. strengths are mm-hmm. and I'm an operator he's an executive I yeah. mean he has that experience. And I feel like that's where and we are. We, we both think the exact same way about mm-hmm. business. And that's where I think it's it's just like he's my left foot on the right foot. We're still walking in the straight line mm-hmm. together. And that that could not be, dancing, though. not dancing. Not yet. Not yet. I am a terrible dancer <laughs> still. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 one of those things where um, you hear you always hear these stories about how businesses are. are started up but Mm -hmm. people never really hear the stories of what accelerates the business and that's that was one of those accelerators because i mean there's bs before sean and then as after (laughs) sean and and uh and and what i love about the group of investors that came in it's not like all these investors come in they just put money in and they say where's where's our returns yeah every single one has helped out grow the business in one way or another Mm -hmm. and uh it's just we're the most I just think that I'm so fortunate every day and yeah. that, that this has happened this That's way. That's so cool. Yeah. How did you start making this stuff? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, coming from a line of okay. people that made uh, booze, uh, there's there's some great stories in my family. Uh, <laughs> during Prohibition, a lot of mm-hmm. my family was making whiskey, wine, anything they can get their hands on. Wow. My mom always tells a story. My mom, my mom, if she's here in Columbus right now, but she has one of the best stories. She had... Uncle Sam, I'm going to butcher this, but Uncle Louie, Uncle Sammy, Uncle Petey, and um, I can't remember the other one. Well, Uncle Louie was underage, and he got caught bootlegging. And at that point, you had he was minor. Mm. So <laughs> when he got caught bootlegging, my mom's grandfather actually had to go serve time in jail, oh, six months in jail, because Uncle Louie was oh. a minor that was bootlegging. My grandfather was making bathtub gin during prohibition <laughs> um i mean there's there's all those stories but um and, and i learned how to to make this when i was younger mm-hmm. but it the the impetus for all this really started um 
when my wife and I moved to Ohio, mm-hmm. it was like I, I there was parts of Missouri where I'm from that that I just you know I love the fishing, I love the <clears throat> the rivers, I love everything about that. Mm-hmm. One of it was making boots. Yeah. And so when we first moved here, of course, we didn't have a lot of friends, so. Mm-hmm. Um, she gifted me the parts to make a still and it, I was going back to all those times when I was mm-hmm. making booze mm-hmm. and I just started making it again. And luckily I made it for some right people that said, mm-hmm. Hey, this tastes good. Yeah. Let's, let's actually do this yeah. a little bit. Wow. So, um, I mean the, the family history goes back generations, but really? it's, yeah. But, um, like my mom, my mom has said that what I'm doing right now, it's, it's not even close to what my family has been doing. So I got the, I had the roots and I've just mm-hmm. grown this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's been fun. That is fun. It's, there's a lot of creativity that goes into this. It's I mean, very it's, scientific, isn't it? Oh, extremely scientific. I mean, okay. you, um, you always hear those stories of people saying, don't drink moonshine, you're going to go blind. It's because people don't know actually how to distill. That's why distilling is still illegal oh, federally. Really? You can make wine and you can make beer at mm-hmm. home, but making distilled spirits at home is still highly illegal hmm. um, federally. Now, Missouri is the only state where it's legal to own a still and you can produce up to 100 or 200 gallons for your own personal consumption. But just like the marijuana laws, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's legal on the state level, mm-hmm. but it's illegal on the federal level. Wow. So um, so anyway, the, the reason for that is there's certain elements of a distillate that can actually harm you. Yeah. And that's the methanol, mm-hmm. uh, wood grain alcohols. It, it could actually kill you. Mm-hmm. It, uh, one of the symptoms of methanol poisoning is blindness, um, facial paralysis, Bell's palsy. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of things that can happen because it's poison. Mm-hmm. And still, I mean, even what we're making, ethanol, technically, it's, mm-hmm. it's poison. Mm-hmm. It's just your body can recover really easily from yeah. it. Um, so there is that scientific part of it. But then there's also the creativity of, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, if you're making it, in low batches it's not like you're going to throw the five gallons you made into a barrel and then age it for five years mm-hmm. so there's all these ways how do you make your alcohol taste better mm-hmm. so some of the guys like down in west virginia kentucky they'll put some apple cider in some mm-hmm. cinnamon and they'll make apple pie moonshine mm-hmm. that's an easy way to make it consumable in italy uh, they will take zest and then they'll make limoncello with it mm-hmm. it's how do you process your alcohol to make it quicker to the bottle. Yeah. Um, because the traditional ways of making whiskey does take a long time. Hmm. So, but that's, that's the little gist of it. Wow. I'm impressed. <coughs> These are pretty too. Oh, thank you. And the name noble cuts. I did my research. I read, I read okay. It so tell me what you I'm know. I'm not going to do that. You tell things. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so during the process of making alcohol, like I was saying, there's, there's alcohols that you cannot consume. Yeah. So there's four main cuts to mm-hmm. alcohol. And the cut is a separation. So you're collecting uh, different types of alcohol that's coming off the still. Yeah. So the first stuff that comes off the still, that's the most volatile. Mm-hmm. And that's called the four shots. Mm-hmm. And that's, you have to collect it. Mm-hmm. You, have, uh, you have to record how much you collected so that you can report it to the feds. Okay. And then you have to destroy it. Really? So yeah, you cannot put that, cannot see a bottle because that's methanol. Mm-hmm. Methanol and acetone. Okay. Um, the next stuff that comes off the still, it's acetone, ethyl acetates, and ethanol, and that's called the heads. Okay. Heads are naturally sweet. You can consume it, but it's not. Yeah. Does not taste good. Okay. The next stuff that comes off the still is called the hearts, and the hearts is pure ethanol, mm. and that's about seventy to eighty percent of your total collection. Mm-hmm. 
And then the last stuff that comes off the fourth main cut is called the tails, and that's butyl alcohols. Um, it has distinct characteristics. It smells like a wet dog. You can consume it, but it's not good. But why would you? Uh, yeah, but you don't want <laughs> but you to. Don't so, need to do that. but during the heart's mm. cut, that's the the best part. Mm -hmm. Just think of it kind of as a peak. Mm -hmm. Well, at the very top of the peak, that's what a lot of distillers would like. They take a hip flask out and they collect that, and mm -hmm. then they would put that hip flask back. And that's what they would keep for themselves. And that was called the noble cut. Oh. So the noble cut is it's saying this is the best of the best. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that we do is there's out of the four cuts that are taken, mm -hmm. when we're distilling our stuff, we only take the, the hearts cut. We mm. dis, uh, we discard all the rest of it. Yeah. So that's where we got our name noble cut from. It's we only use the best parts, mm -hmm. just like a, a, a moon shiner would just take the noble cut for themselves. Interesting. Yeah, what so, other names did you go through? God, we have, actually, my parents <laughs> and I were talking about this, this, that this weekend. Um, the one that I like the most, it's it's uh, my mother's favorite book and my Aunt Mary's favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. And uh, that one of my favorite lines in there is, what in the Sam Hill are you doing? <laughs> so we looked at doing Sam Hill spirits. Nice. Um, that's just That was kind of an ode to uh, mm -hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I'm from Missouri. I went to a school called the University of Central Missouri, mm -hmm. where the home of the mules. Um, so Ooh, those scary mules. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you though. So the, the male, all the the male teams are called the mules, and the female teams are called the jennies because the jenny is a female mule. You learn something. I today. had no idea. Yeah. So we were. Is that a, is that being mean to jennies all over the world though? No, 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 no. no. That's it's a powerful person. They and kick well. They kick well, but yes. we were actually going to call it mule kick. Okay. Um, in homage of the Missouri roots. Mm -hmm. um, so there was there was some names that we uh, spun around, but Noble Cut just kind of really embodied mm -hmm. what I wanted to have. It's classy. Too. It's classy. Mm -hmm. It really is. It just it, in, it invokes that idea of excellence mm -hmm. without yeah, actually having to like, consume anything. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. that was that was a good one. But yeah, there's there's a lot of names. There was a whole lot. Of I names. you know what we were trying to remember somebody had asked me like where, where did the name for the podcast come from and what yeah. was discarded and there was I, I cannot remember Dino and I went through one something maybe about Oprah Winfrey does that sound familiar mm -hmm. we have Oprah <clears throat> you get a car and you get a car I know I didn't, <laughs> didn't any bells. no maybe it was something he and I just talked about yeah there were plenty of discarded names yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's fun <laughs> yeah it's like naming your children, probably. Like, <laughs> you're going to be stuck with this, so... I mean, usually people use a family name. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I mean, even Sean's previous business, it was you put some names together, and there you go. Mm -hmm. And you yeah, have a name. Right. <laughs> yes. It sounded kind of distinctive. It yeah. sounded like classy, so... But, I mean, Noble Cup is a, Noble yeah. is a good name. Once you kind of understand kind of what's behind what it. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And he, you know, he gives the whole dissertation. I mean, you think mm -hmm. he has a doctorate in engineering. <laughs> I mean, he knows so much about that. And that's, nah, it's, just, that's an MBA. <laughs> well, just an MBA. <laughs> toss, toss. Yeah. Most MBAs cannot uh, no, everything no. you just talked about. <laughs> no, they can't. Did you ever say Missouri? Do people say Missouri? Okay, so here's a big <laughs> distinction. The eastern part of Missouri, mm -hmm. it's called Missouri. Mm -hmm. Only that far western part, actually it's northwestern, Missouri. is Missouri. So a politician going around Missouri will... You can tell where they are depending on how they say it. If they're on the west coast of Missouri, it's Missouri. If it's uh, it was on the east coast, then it's okay. Missouri. Interesting. So, but no, there's but then you have some people in southern Missouri that just call it misery. So I mean, that's 
Wow. Yeah. Is that the hill people? Yeah. 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 Misery. <laughs> yeah. Misery. Is it misery there? No, it's wonderful. People Aww. don't know the beauty of Missouri. People just think that it's just St. Louis and mm. Kansas City, mm-hmm. but you go down to where I spent most of my childhood is down in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every river down there is spring fed. Yeah. You it's can see gorgeous. clear down 20 feet. Uh, the trout fish and my cousin, he trout fishes more than the human should. <laughs> um it's it's absolutely one of the most gorgeous mm. places and the people are just great yeah um i mean my wife and i love ohio mm-hmm. we've had the opportunity many times to move from here but we'll be here we moved here in 2012 so we're on our mm. 11th year of living mm-hmm. here and i don't think we'd live anywhere else yeah we love it it's pretty cool here it is yeah it is in columbus especially mm-hmm. columbus there's something special about this city yeah um it's it's small enough to be comfortable. It's big enough to not be bored. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's, you should write that down. <laughs> Start marketing for the, the city of Columbus here. And that's some good stuff. And you've lived here all your life. And I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went to school in Cleveland. I went to yeah. college in Cleveland. And I lived in Cleveland for a few years. Okay. Then I moved back. Then you were like, no. Well, I was just like, yeah. I mean, I was, my whole family's here. Yeah. And my wife actually... Like, girlfriend at the time but mm-hmm. she worked in columbus mm-hmm. i worked in cleveland mm-hmm. and she was like i really want to live in columbus i don't want to yeah. live in cleveland so it may have worked out well nice yeah, yeah. i'm right. definitely biased towards columbus. <laughs> i will yeah. always say i love columbus i don't really like ohio but i love columbus yeah. i like just yeah. being the center of everything and you know like every weekend my wife and i go on an adventure mm-hmm. and it's one of the most fun things we do we go yeah. to a new restaurant and we go to a new bar Okay. And then, we, but we always finish the night at our local pub. But yeah, um, we have yet to run out of ideas, mm-hmm. and that's one that's of the most fun things yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and we have our own scoring system, and and that we never will post, but it's for our own records. But so I mean, I know this is like cheating on your brand, but what is your favorite watering hole in Columbus? Oh God! Now this is where my wife and I we have it very scientifically okay. categorized. So we have best cocktail, best oh. coffee cocktail, best frou-frou cocktail. But you know, there's so many best atmosphere. Yeah. It's like the the one that that she like one of the ones I absolutely love is it's actually one of our first customers. This local roots up in Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, they were <laughs> one of the first restaurants to actually bring us on. Oh, and, cool. Uh, They've done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, the some of the other ones, uh, Forno mm-hmm. um, downtown, yep. just does an amazing <laughs> job. Um, even even some of the other distilleries like High Bank, mm-hmm. High Bank has an amazing spirits program. Echo Spirits has an amazing mm-hmm. spirits program. It's one of those things that this is. It's the creativity mm-hmm. with the cocktails. So asking me that question is so hard because yeah. I can't pinpoint a specific one. It's not just me trying to be polite. Yeah. It's there's like, so there's just so many. Yeah. Um, but if I want whiskey, I go to McClellan's. Mm. Um, Amy, the owner there, has the best whiskey selection I've ever seen in my entire life. Interesting. What yeah. is that? It's over on Sawmill and 270. And the, one of the best things about it is these big, muscly you know whiskey guys walk in there they look like they walk off a set of yellowstone they think that they know more about whiskey and they walk in there and here stands a woman about five foot flat (laughs) totally unassuming knows more about whiskey than Mm. they will ever in their Mm -hmm. lifetime and she will school anybody and it's just it's one of the coolest things to see yeah absolutely love it she knows more about whiskey than i'll ever know wow yeah so i i always tell people try to go up there Mm -hmm. she's awesome 
What's your favorite? You know, I mean, I, I'm kind of like, kind of like Tony. I mean, but I think like, uh, I think Forbidden Root. They mm-hmm. have some, I, I really, I like, I like some of the things they've done with kind of combining beer and cocktails. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think Derive has some oh, really yeah. cool mm-hmm. stuff too. That's in Clintonville. Okay. I mean, they, it's that's that's a that's a fun place mm-hmm. to go. They always have really creative cocktails. Um, you know, like Zicucina, I oh, think has yeah. a great. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just saying that because we're on it. We have a couple cocktails there, but yeah. I, but they do have really good cocktails. Yeah, they've, they've got a lot of good creativity, and fun. I mean, it is impressive. Like in yeah. Columbus, like how many good cocktail places in there general, are out there, and there is a too. yeah. Oh, yeah, the food God, is yeah. amazing, right? I mean, which you would never think. No. Everybody from out of town comes in and like, why? Exactly. Why is there so much good food here? I don't know, but I like it. My father-in-law still every time he comes in, I have to take him to Dirty Frank's. And he always has to make really inappropriate jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're kind of asking for it. I know. We love dirty I know. I, yeah. but, but he's he's especially terrible with that. That's but funny. I mean, the hot chicken takeout. I remember yeah, that yeah. first opened up, and my cousin comes in town, mm-hmm. and that's one of those places that we have to go yeah. whenever he's here because yeah. there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. No, it's I, so good. <laughs> it is so good that yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to see what's going on. But there's the but as far as like the cocktail game goes, like this is with all the travels that like mm-hmm. Sean and I do, Columbus has upped its game. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. really, I see more creative cocktails mm-hmm. being served here in Columbus mm-hmm. than I do when we go to Nashville for business. Really? I mean, it's like sometimes you can see that they struggle mm-hmm. um, because you're still seeing the same stuff time after time. And here it's constantly constant. Changing. Yeah. Churning. And I think wow. it's, I think it's harder in the big markets too, because mm-hmm. I mean, there's, like Nashville, there's mm-hmm. so many people there mm-hmm. and everything has to oh, be yeah. somewhat simple. Like yeah. they have, I mean, just because they have to have speed of service, they mm-hmm. have to kind of stay on top of that. But like yeah. in Columbus, there's it's an art. such a broad range of places you can go. <laughs> yeah. And they're all really, like I was mm-hmm. just telling you, I was in Boston last weekend and mm-hmm. you know, the place, the restaurants we went, Oh, yeah. I mean, the cocktail menu was okay. Yeah. Like, but it was old fashioned. I could yeah. name like 10 places in Columbus that had better cocktail menus mm-hmm. than the places we went in Boston. It's just, yeah. it's, we're, it's, we're fortunate here. Very yeah, I think we're really lucky. And I mean, I'm sure because you have different products, is there a lot of competition or does it feel competitive? And Competition is an interesting thing in the liquor business. Yeah. Uh, because competition, when I say it, I'm thinking about how do we, all the distilleries here mm-hmm. how do we take some market share from the big boys mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so when you have the big boys the guys that are down in kentucky mm-hmm. and all the big brands um tito's tito's mm-hmm. the good old texas vodka how do we take that away so like all the distillers we all hang out mm-hmm. we talk yeah um we we strategize together mm-hmm. so it's it's competitive <laughs> in that we can we can still be friends and be competitive mm-hmm. um but it's not like we're gonna help somebody take right. yeah. but you know there's a lot of creativity that we need to to build on mm-hmm. and sometimes that you do need to have a helping hand right um one of the one of my favorite stories about starting the distillery is i, I was always working on these tiny little stills mm-hmm. you know the biggest i worked on was about 50 gallons and mm-hmm. i'm staring at a you know 350 gallons still i'm like what Jeez. the heck am i doing with this <laughs> so i called ryan uh one of the founders of middle west spirits mm-hmm. and he got in his truck, drove over and spent about five hours with me oh. and just, just saying, okay, you understand how to do this. This is how you scale this up. Mm-hmm. And and then Greg from Watershed, I just mm-hmm. remember calling him about every two days being mm-hmm. like, what the heck am I doing with this? Yeah. So it's really collaborative mm-hmm. is more than it's competitive. Yeah. 
I think that's just awesome. That's now the cool. beer guys, they are truly competitive with each mm. other. That's a blood sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the beer guys. Yeah. yeah. But, but it was interesting. I mean, like coming into this, like yeah. I what I've been in it all of two, two years. years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot unlike unlike any other business I've been involved mm-hmm. in. Like, because there there really is almost kind of like a there's a fellowship amongst mm-hmm. all the all the local distilleries. I mean, there's we're still competitors. We still have you know we make a vodka. Mm-hmm. Watership makes it. I mean, everybody yeah. makes a vodka. We're going to be competitive on that. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely this us versus. Mm-hmm. the big guys us versus yeah. the world right yeah. there's like if, if somebody mm-hmm. asks us for help we're going to help them right. if a yeah. local guy. Yeah. And likewise if we ask them for help i'm confident any of the local mm-hmm. distilleries will help us and it, it's just it's i don't want to say it's weird it's just unique it's yeah. really it's very different like it, yeah. it's, it's cool i like it a lot that's cool it's yeah nice. and supporting you're supporting local yeah exactly, exactly. what exactly. we should be doing anyway but yep. and it's crazy coming from a place like missouri where yeah people say support local but it's just kind of a tagline here, here it's insane do. yeah it's people insane. really do i mean i think it's worth paying a couple extra bucks for something that's yeah. been made in your by people that yeah. live down the street from you, you know Absolutely. people always say like in st louis like oh i'm drinking local i'm drinking anheuser bush <laughs> yeah that's um, not that's it just has a total kind of different connotation yeah yeah uh, yeah I'm like, okay sure <laughs> i might not be a buckeye but <laughs> i sure do love it yeah that's awesome. He'll pay my bills too. <laughs> so, yeah. This is true. All right. Yeah. So what did you, what I'm just, I'm looking, these are lovely. What's got, what's happening here? So, <laughs> so, find out the first, <laughs> so the first thing we actually came out with, uh, at Noble Cut in 2018 was our flavored whiskey line. Okay. So when I developed the flavored whiskey line, my idea wasn't to take on like the crown products. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create something that was a real whiskey, mm-hmm. but that was a little bit more accommodating for non-whiskey drinkers. Yeah. Um, because I just I would go to all these bars and the the entire whiskey industry is geared towards men. Mm-hmm. The worse it tastes, the better it is. And I, you're looking at all these people. Now I enjoy those whiskeys. Mm-hmm. There's nuance that I really enjoy. Yeah. But you look at a bar and there's not a lot of women ordering uh, whiskey and bourbons. So I'm sitting there like, how can I create a whiskey mm-hmm. that women would order and then feel almost empowered to order? Mm-hmm. So um, I worked with my official taste tester, my wife, <laughs> and I came up with these different concoctions. Mm-hmm. And we start every batch of our flavored whiskey with bourbon. Okay. So it's real bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we use all natural flavors. So mm-hmm. we work with a company down in Cincinnati who they take all the natural ingredients and then they actually make a concentrate. Hmm. And then we let the whiskey age appropriately, and then we take out, we harvest the barrel, mm-hmm. and then we put the flavoring in, and then we put a small amount of liquid inverted sugar, mm-hmm. and just to sweeten it up and mm-hmm. brighten out the uh, the sweetness. And so the first product we came out with was dark cherry, so it's a Bing cherry mm. whiskey. Uh, the second product was a apple whiskey. It's a Honeycrisp apple. Oh, yeah. It, and and again. There was a lot of toads that we had to kiss to get mm-hmm. to the right prints with them. Um, I remember I wanted to really kind of go into that floral, so I tried a lavender. I haven't tasted anything worse in my entire life. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was terrible. But um, so we expanded on this line. We created a salted caramel whiskey, mm. and then we created uh, a maple whiskey. And then okay. two of the other frogs that we had to kiss was we made a pumpkin spice whiskey that was really well received but people were so freaked out by it yeah uh, and then we made a madagascar vanilla whiskey mm. which is delicious mm-hmm. it's probably one of our best ones but during covid the price of madagascar yeah. vanilla 
almost quadrupled. So we had to discontinue that product. And everybody's like, why don't you just use artificial vanilla? Well, here's the thing. Artificial vanilla is not vegan. Really? No, it comes from the anal glands of badgers. No! Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I will not compromise (laughs) good whiskeys. Yes. I've been eating badger ice cream? My God. Yes. That's why real ingredients are actually really important. So we, we we had to stop making that, uh, the vanilla, and then we might revisit it in the future. Yeah. It was, it's, it, it's actually sold really well when we had it, but we needed another product. So we actually came up with last year, about this time, we released the peach whiskey. Mm-hmm. So we take a Mississippi white peach mm-hmm. concentrate. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do was, yeah, we wanted to go head to head with some of the big boys mm-hmm. and say... We don't want it to be like a whiskey where you open it up and it's like you open up a can of peaches and just drink the syrup. Mm-hmm. We wanted the, we want you to always taste the whiskey, mm-hmm. taste the grains, the corn, the rye, the barley. We want you to taste the oak because mm-hmm. these are, this is aged. This isn't just, you know, white whiskey that we flavor. Mm-hmm. It's aged whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then we add the uh, peach. So I'll pour you a little bit. Yes. That like, smile like, says like everything. <laughs> Would you like something? I'm not going to say no. Uh, see, here's here's the secret. Yes, too. please. <laughs> I do not drink during the week. Okay. It's a rule that I've I follow. It's a good rule. Um, because I have to sample. So I might wow. sample during the yeah, day, yeah. but I don't drink. Yes. Do you do the spit then? No. Oh. <laughs> I call it work, so it's not oh, drinking. Oh, there you go. Ben? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lexi, are you partaking? Come on, Lexi. It's a special occasion, right? I mean, it's Easter Monday. Yeah. There you are. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So, just like we were saying before, when you taste Mm -hmm. it, you always do want to smell it first. Yeah. Um, But you do, you can't, it's not just peaches Mm -hmm. overload. You can still Mm -hmm. smell the wood, you can smell Mm -hmm. the grains, you can smell the rye. There's the grassiness of the rye, but then. I always tell people the first way you taste is always going to be your nose. The second way mm-hmm. you taste is you put it on the tip of your tongue. Now, you don't swallow anything. Mm-hmm. You just kind of let it sit there and fade away. And that's where you're actually able to taste a lot of the pectins okay. in alcohol. So that's where you're going to get a front-forward taste. Because even though this is peach, you're going to get different flavors off mm-hmm. of it, um, the, den- the denseness. The second taste is you put it on the tip of your tongue, you let it roll back. Okay. So it's going to hit every mm-hmm. flavor bud. Side, yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, it's gone, it sounds gross, but you're mixing it in with your saliva, mm-hmm. but it's going to have a different flavor note. Interesting. Then the fourth way you taste is just the finish. How it feels okay. going down. So is this like wine? Do you have to, is this doing anything? Nope. Or am I just pretending like I'm looking you, fancy? You just look awesome doing it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. My audio crew is also requesting to say a little for them too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered how long it would take. Yeah, I just got up. the message. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because oh, hey, hey. they're sitting there going. <laughs> More than welcome to come on in. They're in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we shut them out now. <laughs> but, okay, so yeah, so you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, okay. no. No, right. but I mean, the idea with this is to have something that's great for summer, spring and summers, mm-hmm. but make cocktails with it. Put it with some iced yeah. tea. Make a peach iced tea. Ooh. Put it with, make, um, we, we actually, um, we, we had a part of uh, one of our employees joined us about six months ago maybe yeah. nine months ago mm-hmm. um megan and she's one of the most creative people i've ever mm-hmm. met and she can take any ingredient i mean she, i want to put her on like an iron chef mm-hmm. bartender edition mm-hmm. 
um, because she is a, a maestro and she she has taken this and making like old fashions. She's making mm. some whiskey smashes with this with different ingredients. Um, it's just it, down it freaked me out with the peach thing when yep. you said it, it. This is very 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 good. Thank this you. Very, very, very good. Walk this me through how to taste this. I want to go through nose the process. First. Okay, so nose. Yep. Am I searching for any kind of scent? So people that are like, oh, I smell, I smell tobacco peach. notes. It's not that they're smelling like a cigar burning. It's it's all about the memories that invoke you. Yeah. So you, it might be like your grandfather's mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, study or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he would smoke a pipe. That's what it's bringing to you. Yeah. But it, that, that might taste on the nose. It might taste totally right. different to somebody else. So it's all about what you're tasting. I did learn. This is something I learned. I used to um, do wine. I was in the wine business for a while. But oh, I remember nice. somebody said sniff from the top to top yes. down. Is that, yes. That's the thing that here, correct. too. That is correct. So okay. Amazing. That's delicious. <laughs> okay. And then tip the, of the tongue? Tip of the tongue. So do I take a sip? Take a sip and just let it sit on the tip of your tongue. Almost like the, tilt your head forward. Not backward. <laughs> that's the that's the next way to face. But just mm-hmm. let it sit there and kind of let it fade away. Hmm. And what that's doing is like there's a lot of there's actually oils in alcohol. Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. That's really good. But then the third way is put on the tip of your tongue and just roll it back. Don't force it down, but just like let it roll, take a journey down your mouth. And then at that point, you're getting different mm. flavor notes off of it. Mm-hmm. I always with the peach, I always tend to get like a peach cobbler at that point. Yeah. Like the front is like you're biting into a peach and then you get like a peach cobbler. Yeah. Because the sweet is on the sides of the tongue, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes. The peach is not overly no. dramatic either. Exactly. Which I really appreciate too. Yeah. Because I'm not usually a big fan of fruity drinks. But yeah. That's, yeah. We have a lot of people who drink this and be like, "Well, I don't like peach." And they'll be like, "Oh, I kind of like that." Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not a peach that's, fan. That's not yeah, my yeah. go-to for anything. But yeah. this is delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a phenomenal peach, like a whiskey smash. Oh yeah, yeah. whiskey smash. Old fashioned. Oh man. Yeah. You guys should sell this. I'm just saying. <laughs> God, like, you're in store for some great this. news here. I mean, um, what? But wait. <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that we what the intention with the whiskey line was I wanted to bring in more non-whiskey drinkers and bring them into whiskey. Mm-hmm. Let this be the introduction because the whiskey business, the all the whiskeys in the world are phenomenal. Like I I I'm not a professional drinker, but I have drinking enough consumed enough Mm -hmm. of the whiskeys throughout the world that i really enjoy it if if people are so intimidated by whiskey can we get them an introduction to whiskey Mm. and so we find that this is perfect for those non-whiskey drinkers a lot of women find this as their empowerment to drink whiskey Mm -hmm. but then what i love is when those big hairy tall whiskey guys come in and they go i don't drink flavored whiskeys and they taste it and they walk out with three or four mm-hmm. bottles yeah. that's my though. favorite day is, yeah. is they think that they're walking into a situation where they're going to be disappointed and they love it oh, yeah. that's so- because okay. it's not it's not there's not so too much flavor you can still right. taste the whiskey mm-hmm. yeah but you're, you are getting that, that and it's enough that it's yeah it takes you on a different kind of it's so I, unfair that I people assign last that. night which is different but yeah it's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just completely different yeah 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 i hate that i mean i am a red wine drinker but mm-hmm. do i not fit the bill of that look completely and that's not fair no no right. no no my wife is a huge i mean in red wine mm-hmm. loves wine mm-hmm. i mean really knows her wine really mm-hmm. well 
and she wouldn't drink whiskey until like mm-hmm. two yeah. years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's kind of interesting because yeah. like a lot of her friends, you know, we're not whiskey drinkers, mm-hmm. but, but they'll drink this, they'll mm-hmm. drink apple, they'll drink, mm-hmm. I mean, and we'll make drinks with it. And it yeah. is kind of like, I mean, my wife would now say, well, yeah, I drink whiskey. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think okay. that is kind of, it's kind it of a empowering. cool thing to yeah. kind of say, look, you should try this. Right. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, Why not try it? Yeah. You, you can taste anything. Yeah. yeah. Anyone it, right? can taste yes. anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, and the other cool part about the whiskey line is it's kind of taken over down in Nashville too. Mm. Um, one of my favorite stories, and Sean will have to tell it because I butcher it every single time, <laughs> is our Honeycrisp Apple whiskey when it was taken down to Nashville, down to the celebrity bars. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a taste testing. So I'll, I'll let you take over. Well, yeah, they did a butcher. taste test. And so the bartenders, it was the bartenders at Miranda Lambert's and the mm-hmm. Jason Aldean's, mm-hmm. and they all kind of were, you know, they were blind t- t- yeah. tasting it. They did, had ours against Jack Apple. And... You know, they didn't tell the bartenders which one was which. Mm-hmm. And I think there were like 25 of them who tasted it. And there were yeah. 24 of them picked ours and one picked Jack just because he could kind of, he knew it was Jack. And it There's was always like, one idiot. I have some yeah. loyalty yeah. to Jack. And so, I mean, yeah. we're wow. now the only apple whiskey they carry down there. Really? Because mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it really, yeah. it's different. It really yeah. is different. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not sickly sweet. It's not exactly. artificial. Mm-hmm. It's. You can taste the bourbon and you can taste the, the flavor. flavor. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's, that's what, what you want, want right? Because <laughs> most flavored whiskeys are actually just neutral grain alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's flavored to taste like whiskey. And then they flavor it to taste like the flavoring. So just a couple of weeks ago, it was announced um, there was a certain cinnamon whiskey. Mm. Um, I, I won't say their name. Okay. But um, it came out that it was not whiskey. It, it was. It's not the one that's a little fiery, is it? It's kind of reminiscent on, on of a, that, that yeah. note. No. Um, uh, that might be a word in there, but uh, yeah, yeah it, it was not whiskey. It Weird. was, yeah, it was low proof. It was uh, malt liquor that with sugar and flavoring. Um, but a lot of the larger distilleries will take a neutral grain alcohol. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll flavor it to taste like whiskey because there is a whiskey flavoring that you can buy. There's a wood flavoring you can buy. There's everything. There's any kind. There's any type of flavoring. And then they will take a coloring agent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually called A150 caramel coloring. They'll take that. So it's all artificial. Yeah. And then they put an artificial sweetener and an artificial flavoring in there. Mm. And one of the best things about our stuff is that you, when I go head to head, let's say I go into a bar, I'm trying to sell this. Mm-hmm. And I say, just take your crown peach out. Mm-hmm. And then let's go head to head and see which yeah. one is better. And they always choose ours. It's because it's real bourbon yeah. and we will never move away from that. Mm-mm. That is real whiskey. That's going into our stuff. It's lovely finish too. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Like so. I feel so sweet right now. <laughs> yeah. But this is being used down in Nashville to make uh, green tea shots. Okay. As well as other cocktails at some of the major bars down there. Mm. And here in Columbus. And here in Columbus. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I'm a keto guy. Are there carbs? Of course there are. Nothing in <laughs> so life it worth delicious. Nothing in life worth consuming yeah. is carbs. <laughs> Low yeah. carbs. That's true. But I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I, yeah. We have other products that fit that category. Yeah. Um but then the other one that I will pour is our limoncello. And this is actually what we got famous for. Okay. Um so limoncello, if you ever go to Italy, that's, it's a that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. On the Amalfi Coast, you know, you, you eat that huge uh italian dinner with all the pasta Mm -hmm. well generationally what would happen and this is 
Miners would also consume this, where they would consume it to help stomach digest. Mm. Um, and limoncello in it's actually pronounced limoncello, but we're we're in the United we're States. We're in Ohio, so it's limoncello. Limoncello. Um, but every family has a different recipe mm -hmm. for it. It's kind of like apple pie. Mm. I mean, it's just different recipes. And this is my family's recipe. Okay. So also over there, Ben, I also poured you some of this. Oh, and Lexi. no. Yeah, you but um, <laughs> thank you. But the with the limoncello, mm, it's also over there. It's either going to be very high proof or it's going to be very low proof. Mm -hmm. Now, the limoncello that's actually been made here in the United States, it's always usually lower proof mm -hmm. that 10 percent, 20 percent alcohol. Okay. The limoncello that I make, it's 80 proof. It's 40% alcohol. So that's where it should be. Mm -hmm. So we zest the lemons. The lemons go with a neutral grain alcohol for three months. All mm -hmm. the high alcohol content, it's at 190 to 192 proof alcohol. It takes all of the oil out of the zest. Hmm. So after three months, we take that zest out. It's completely pale. And it's not pliable anymore. It, it crumbles. crumbles in your hands. Wow. Weird. Because what makes the zest actually pliable and flexible and beautiful is the oils in there. Mm -hmm. And that's the tasty part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we take all the zest petals out and we're left with a lemon alcohol. Then we put in liquid inverted sugar. It's a lower, it's a less sweet uh, sweetening um, a sugar. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put it in there and we let it sit for another month. After a month, we proof it down to 80 mm. proof and then we bottle it so every bottle of our limoncello has four ingredients in it. it's the neutral grain alcohol reverse osmosis uh water it's got the lemon zest mm -hmm. and then it's got the sugar we don't put anything else in there mm. so most limoncellos are made here in the united states it's a neutral grain alcohol with yellow coloring lemon flavoring and sugar some mm. of them will put zest in there but mm. Um, it's not a lot of them do. So, and then yeah. sometimes even mask up the taste, the bad taste, they'll put cream in there, condensed, uh, sweet condensed milk to make a cream limoncello. Don't knock it. There's some that I've had that aren't bad. It's just not my yeah. taste. So, I guess I didn't realize how much artificial garbage there is out there. I mean, all you got to do is go to any yeah. you know, grocery store and any liquor store and, and see, I mean, that's, that's one of those things within this industry. You can have an honest product mm -hmm. and then you can deceive people. And there's a lot of deception going on um, as far, even as far as where alcohol is distilled, mm. where it's sourced from, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. But with the limoncello line, uh, we have the limoncello. Um, our second one in the line was our orange cello. Mm. And then uh, we were trying to come up with more products and I wanted to see what lime would taste like. So we tested out all these different limes and key lime was terrible. Mm. So Persian limes were perfect. Mm. Um, and then my sister-in-law got pregnant and she said, when I pop this kid out, I want a grapefruit cello. And I said, I hate grapefruits. Mm -hmm. Grapefruits don't sell. And she said, you're my only brother-in-law. This is what you're going to do. Wow. So I said, all right, I'm afraid of her. So I did it. <laughs> and uh, when Tommy was released to the world, I actually gave her a bottle of grapefruit cello and it is outrageously it's good. Really? really awesome. It's one because it doesn't have that bitterness and sourness of grapefruit that I hate. Oh, it just has the essence of the grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes unbelievable cocktails. Wow. Okay. And so I'd say like the limoncello obviously is our number one seller, but the grapefruit cello, 
we have more people requesting that coming into the distillery. Wow. Especially this time of year too. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can make a Paloma with it. You can make a Greyhound with it. You make margaritas with it. Mm -hmm. It's any, any uh, cocktail that you want to add a citrus note to, you can add lemon juice, but why not add an alcohol that Mm -hmm. has natural lemon in it Mm -hmm. or natural lime? I mean, there's so many things you can do. And with the lime, you can make like a wicked mojito. Oh yeah. Do like a phenomenal mule. I mean, you just set a vodka, you put the lime cello in, it's 80 proof. It's the same as the vodka you're going to put in. The lime cello is, I think is. Yeah. It's my favorite. favorite. Really? Yeah. It's my one of my favorite cocktails, those are orange chili. You just put it with cream soda. It makes an orange creamsicle. I mean, it's yeah, something fun good. like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're, that's what we do is we want to create alcohols that bartenders and home bartenders can have fun with and make mm-hmm. creative cocktails. And, yeah. And we're seeing huge success from that. I mean, we also have our other products. We have our vodka line. So mm-hmm. we have a signature vodka. Um, it was, it won last year, it won double gold at the international sip competition. Okay. Um, that was that was great and then it's won a lot of other awards it received 88 points at the um beverage tasting institute which is a very nice score mm-hmm. um so we we released that last year but then we also have what we call vohio vodka so this is always one of my favorite stories to tell <laughs> because one of my friends seth he owns buckeye vodka and i always was like that's so cool that you got buckeye vodka because like I was saying before, everybody in Ohio buys Ohio. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think of like, God, what can I do to do this? And then like, I had literally like three hours before the deadline to submit it to the feds. And I'm sitting there like, I wish there was something like vodka, Ohio, like Bohio. And I'm like, there I'm it like, is. Oh my God. <laughs> Google. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. we submitted it and it is a well vodka. So we do source that mm-hmm. vodka. We source it from the same place that another vodka, uh, it rhymes with Mito's. They source theirs from. Um, and then... Mito's vodka. Yes. Mm. But we we source it from the same place. And yeah. then we sell it at a third of the price. Because mm-hmm. a lot of... We're, we're still recognizing that a lot of bars and restaurants still haven't recovered from lockdowns. Right. And the rising cost of labor. So we wanted to release a vodka that was low cost so it's 25 cents an ounce so wow. it's it's nine dollars and 16 cents retail wow. for a liter okay um but we released that here in ohio and it's a well vodka for bars mm-hmm. um a well or a call mm-hmm. but we saw a huge huge success mm-hmm. with that and then so this last year we released vote 10 vodka down to tennessee mm. um and then just earlier this year we went and took a delivery to Pennsylvania where they have Vopen vodka. Mm. So this has created a whole new line of products mm-hmm. where we can brand it around the state. But the idea is the same. What is a, a well, a good tasting mm-hmm. well vodka that's lower, that's lower cost. Very cool. Yeah. What's next? What do you, what do you, what are the plans for? Well, but well, we do have, so <laughs> it'll be in May. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a uh, limited time offering, a hundred proof lemon cello. Wow. It's going to come out. The bottle looks really, really oh, that's good. That's awesome. It's, it's all black. These it's are like gorgeous black, bottles too. black oh, wrap around it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we're only going to probably bottle 500 bottles of okay. it. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of, I think the folks who are 
big fans of our limoncello are mm -hmm. gonna want a bottle of this. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. hundred proof is yeah, it's a little it's a little hot, but mm -hmm. it, yeah. but you can still make cocktails right. with it. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bottle that you put on your home bar and people are gonna come and they're gonna be like, Ooh, what's, what's that? that? Yeah. yeah, like that. It's gonna be <laughs> like you can't have it. It's yeah. very eye catching. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean like yeah. all of these white bottles are eye catching. Very I think gorgeous. They kind of get yeah. your attention. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I mean and, and so I think you know that's that, a big we don't, one. Yeah, we don't have a huge interest in like probably expanding mm -hmm into more SKUs, like yeah. into more products. I think we've got a really good product mm -hmm. line right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, as opportunities come I mean, up, we do have, we do have yeah. one product coming out. Um, it's, it's a barrel aged Manhattan. Mm. So um, one of our friends and partners uh, wanted to release a, a barrel aged uh, Manhattan. So mm. it's being released, uh, I want to say probably June. Okay. It's called the Danhattan. Um, it's, Actually, I have to admit, it's one of the best things I've ever made. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Amazing. Okay. So we make a Manhattan, mm -hmm. and then we put it back in the barrel for three to, three to five months. Oh, my gosh. And so you get that smokiness on there. Yeah. It's a brand new barrel. It's not a used barrel. So a brand oh new gosh. barrel, get that good char yeah. on there. So we have that. Um, we are in the process of opening up a second uh, location. Mm. Um, it's, I guess we can release it because yeah. it's, kind of, it's in Put-In Bay. Oh, how cool. So we'll be nice. the, uh, there's already a distillery there. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't know there's already a distillery and a brewery up there. Okay. But we are putting a rather large uh, operation out there, uh, considering where it is, but it's going to be on Delaware Avenue. Okay. Uh, we have that. Uh, we're going to be getting into more states. We just are completing as, you know, we're at the finish line right now. We still haven't crossed it. We're finishing a renovation of our distillery out in Gahanna. Mm -hmm. uh, we doubled our size for the customers. Wow. Um, to come out and um, and it looks like a taste. I mean, like our, <laughs> yeah. old, our old tasting room was, I mean, it was somewhat cramped. Mm -hmm. It was kind of an office tasting room ish. And mm -hmm. I think as we've kind of gotten in, we've been able to you know knock some walls out, built a beautiful bar inside there. It's cool. still going to be a tasting room, yeah. But it's it just gives us a lot more space and flexibility nice. for for people who to come in, and we can you know instead of hosting like maybe ten people tasting, yeah, room, probably it was about thirty people okay. in there. So yeah. It's it, that's, that's going to be, and that's going to kind of our grand opening will be yeah. you know, later this week. So. Very cool. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going back tonight to finish up some paint. I mean, I mean we got to, yep. we got the best type of labor. It's free, but um, <laughs> it's one of those, like, like Sean was saying, we're not going to add any additional SKUs. I mean, I think we have a really good concept and what we have, mm -hmm. our offerings really good. Um, we have a couple of salespeople um, out in the field and really we're still considered brand new, uh, but we're really starting to make some. That's a, that's a quick jump in a short yeah. amount of time. I mean, ever since we started in 2018 to where we are right now, I mean, we went from, I mean, so I was happy on a Saturday if I sold 10 bottles mm. and now I, that's I, where, where we're at right now. I mean, I can't even explain how. Mm fortunate we are that's great but um you know we're just going to keep on adding additional um sales sales reps and mm -hmm. we have some really good marketing um marketing campaigns that are kind of coming up here in the next oh. few months to maybe okay. a year um and then really looking at a couple more states to get into mm -hmm. uh, our stuff is available online at our, our partners at barrelstation.com okay uh, they do sell our stuff outside of the state of ohio that's the gist is that if you live here in ohio you got to get a liquor store they won't ship it to you in Ohio yeah. and also Tennessee. They can't ship it to you if you live in Tennessee. Mm. Um, but those are the only states that they won't ship to. 
And the good news is like the markets that we're in, so mm -hmm. like say Ohio and Tennessee, we have a lot of room to expand. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Ohio, we've really kind of focused on Columbus mm -hmm. and we're starting to focus on the North Coast now, okay. Green Bay, Sandusky, mm -hmm. that area. But we've got a lot of other Ohio to, lot. Kind of to yeah. get after, right? Oh, and then so same cool. way in Tennessee, yeah. like yeah. we're really just in Nashville and mm -hmm. Tennessee's kind of from a distribution perspective is set into like three regions. So we're, mm -hmm. we're in yep. Nashville, just in those, mm -hmm. like a handful of Broadway places. We're okay. gonna get into more places on Broadway and yes. into their retail stores. Okay. And then in the East East Tennessee, like Knoxville, mm -hmm. Chattanooga, we're in talks with them right now. I, I think mm -hmm. they're gonna probably place an order any day now. That's where they, so cool. they're gonna, we're gonna get into their liquor yeah. stores. And so yeah. I mean, there's, there's, we've got a good foothold, but mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we've still got a lot of, a lot of headroom left. That's great. Gotta grow in That's great. Markets. Yeah. Well, proud of you guys. <laughs> Can I also compliment you on your website where you go oh, it's and gorgeous. ask you what your age is? And if it mm -hmm. if you say no, it takes you to a Pokemon subreddit. <laughs> oh, I've never said no to see that. This is news to me. What? Are you serious? This is news to me. You know, I mean, that I is trust them there in a sense. Yeah. A place <laughs> we do have we do have that. I mean, we do. And, and the one thing that's funny is everybody's like, oh, you know, you guys must drink all the time. No, like we actually really do promote safe mm -hmm. drinking initiatives. Mm -hmm. um, we are an adult beverage manufacturer mm -hmm. that we we really want to support responsible drinking. Mm -hmm. um, and that is also that no minors consume our products. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, you go if, to your site, let's just put it this way. If you're under 21. Yes, no, are you 21? You click no and it takes you to a Pokemon subreddit. <laughs> maybe, but, but maybe it's because yeah. Pokemon is probably what you should be into yeah. instead of yeah. alcohol yeah, if you're right. under 21. Yeah. Makes perfect sense to me. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm full support Whoever of that. Whoever made that decision, Thumbs yeah. up. We yeah. gotta, Thumbs we gotta up. find out who did it. It's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Doug. That's it's great. And your <laughs> website. Our, is our audio guy Thank Joe you. pointed it out, and I was like, "What? No way!" And I'm yeah. like, Holy cow, it does. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's all the hiccups. Like we were joking around. I don't know how to mm -hmm. do social media. I just learned how to do MySpace. Um, there's, <laughs> there's, there's so many parts of the business that's not just run out of mm -hmm. our hands anymore. Yeah. It's kind of freaky, but at the same time, it's kind of awesome. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. No, truly, this is a wonderful product. You guys are a lot Thank of fun. Where can Thank people you. find you and come try these amazing delights? So we are located in Gahanna mm -hmm. at Taylor Station and Taylor Road near that intersection. It's on Cross Point Drive. Mm -hmm. um, we are, you, the easiest way to find us is if you go to our website. Mm -hmm. There is a where our, find our products. Um, and if you're here in Ohio, it'll take you to OHLQ. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can search and find it. Um, we're in, uh, I don't even know how many, uh, agency stores anymore, uh, throughout the state of Ohio. So that's your Kroger's, mm -hmm. that's your giant Eagles. Um, uh, but then also barrelstation.com if you're outside of the state of Ohio and Tennessee, um, you can get that there. So, and on the website, it is nice. I mean, like mm -hmm. if you go into OHLQ, it'll tell you how many bottles are at this store oh, and it tells okay. you like the actual inventory. So it's mm -hmm. Ohio that's really cool. has a nice, I, I think a really yeah. nice system for kind of knowing, you know. It's, it's a state run mm -hmm. business, but that's, yeah. that's great because yeah, that's you know cool. exactly what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully here in the next few weeks, we can announce the put in bay uh, distillery as well, where we will have bottle sales on site. Okay. So there's Very a lot cool. of fun stuff happening. That's awesome. That's Very great. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. Well, thank you thanks, so thanks much. The lemon cellos. Oh, it's so good. Come all nice and relaxed. All right. Thank you. I'm Sorry, like, guys, in the sound room. How much room? in there? <laughs> <laughs> Just drink enough oh to where it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah,
Boxland Media. Think big.